You are now tuned in to the award-winning Comic Section Podcast Network. In a world where comic books have taken over the mainstream, where the geeks inherited the earth, where the nerds have taken over the turf. Ah, nerds! From the TV screens and movie scenes. From collecting your favorite pop toys. They're figurines! Where cosplay is your freedom of expression. Where cartoons and animes are your absolute obsession. If you're looking for a podcast that shares that connection, you can find this and more in the comic section. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new issue of the Comic Section Podcast, issue number 177. I'm your host, Jason, and normally, as always, I have my very talented host, Lil CEO, but Lil CEO is out once again this week, but it's all good because I have one half of the gruesome twosome, Rigel, joining me, man. What's going on, Rigel? Hello there. How's everything been, man? Uh, things have been really good. Uh, yeah. I actually had a really nice day today where I uh, I got to walk around other parks in the community and okay. be out in the, uh, the hot sun, which is like, on the one hand, it's like, oh, hey, great outside time. And I get to visit all these old nostalgia parks that I haven't visited in years. Yeah. But then also, it's so hot. It is, man. Good it is God. burning up. And it's just a humidity. Man, the heat index has been going crazy. Well, like standing on like playgrounds and where, uh, or especially where there's like concrete, right? It's like the sun is just hyper fixated in this area. Yeah, baking, baking, baking. You know what I'm saying? People cooking eggs on their hoods of their cars (laughs) and everything. Man, that's a real thing, yo. For real, I wanted to do that. I legit wanted to do that. My mother never let me. You got plenty of time. You got plenty of time left, man. Because summer. As of this recording, I believe just started. Yeah, yes. so uh, <laughs> yeah, it started this past Tuesday. So uh, yeah, man, it's uh, get ready because uh, this is gonna be a hot, hot summer. And speaking of hot, man, we got some hot stories we got to get to. Yeah, and uh, it's only right that we uh, jump into some breaking news headlines. You ready? Oh, of course. Let's get into it. All right, breaking news headlines, and unfortunately, we got to start out with condolences. Yo, we lost two, uh, wow, two great individuals that definitely, you know, had their fingerprints on this culture that we love as far as nerd slash pop culture, and uh, definitely want to send our condolences out to uh, comics artist Eisner winning Tim Sale, uh, who passed away at 66 years old. And also former Disney executive Steve Fickinger, um, who passed away at 62 years old. And um, and of course, Tim Sale, for all of our comic book fans out there, definitely won the Eisner uh, behind Batman, The Long Halloween, Daredevil, Yellow, um, and so many others. So, uh, yeah, man, when I saw that news, it was like, whoa. You know? Yeah, I saw a lot of people posting about it. I um. Yeah, I, I actually didn't post anything about it, and mainly because I was like very devastated by yeah. it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the the long Halloween is actually one of my favorite Batman stories, and part of it is because of that iconic art style that Tim Sale brought to it. Right. The um 
Fun fact, the Scarecrow cosplay that I wore for the Captain's Expo this year, mm -hmm. I heavily based that outfit on Tim Sale's design for Scarecrow in The Long Halloween. Wow, yeah. okay. So like, like that for me was like, oh yeah, this is like a perfect Scarecrow look. This is what I want to replicate. Yeah. And yeah, he had like this great, great artistic style and it is just devastating to see him go, especially so young too like but both he and um the what was the other guy's name uh yeah steve fickinger yeah both in their 60s that's like way way too young to, yeah. to pass away no and 100 percent. and uh, i believe that the actual uh official twitter account of tim sale posted and i quote it's with a heavy sadness that i must announce that tim sale passed away today uh, he passed with the love of his life beside him and loves you all very much please share photos and stories under this post as we hope to share them with the community um so of course he was born may 1st 1956 in new york and of course he's worked with marvel dc dark horse harris comics mm. ani press uh yeah i mean all of the characters that he's helped with batman superman harley quinn justice society of america he also did a lot of work with collaborators jeff loeb and uh, he's been working in comics since 1983. So just, you know, his big one was, again, Batman The Long Halloween. That was uh, number one in 1996. So, mm. yeah, yeah, that's... Uh it's tough, man. And uh, but also too, he also did work on a couple of TV series. He had actually helped out with Heroes on NBC. Um, so I mean, there's so many things you can you know talk about with uh, with Mr. Sale. And uh, yeah, man, I was just it's heartbreaking news right there. And going to Steve Fickinger, um, he was a Tony Award-winning producer behind a lot of musicals uh, like The Newsies, The Lion King. Um, and yeah, it appears that he passed away not too long after Tim Sale, uh, but there's no cause of death that been revealed. Uh, but yeah, man, he was behind such musicals like High School Musical and Aladdin. Uh. Yeah, and he also helped develop Mulan, Tarzan, Lilo and Stitch. So yeah, that's uh, dang stuff, man. And the Newsies too. That, the Newsies that yo. brings back memories. Yeah, you go. That was that was one of my little sister's favorite musicals when when we were in high school. Mm -hmm. Like, oh my god, wow, that's yeah. that's devastating. Nah, yeah, man. So uh, definitely, man. It's always it's always tough to you know report on these things, especially when they're young like that in the sixties and in the eighties, nineties. Kind of like okay, cool. They lived a long life, you know. It was that time, like, hey, man, I'm ready to check on out of here. But in the 60s, man, 60s is still prime. You, know, yeah. you can still get out of here and do a lot of great things. But, uh, but yeah, unfortunately, you know, we definitely want to send our condolences out to the families of Steve Fickinger and Tim Sale. And, uh, and as always, whenever someone passes away here at the podcast, we always inform our listeners to go and, uh, and celebrate them by checking out their previous works, uh, whether it be film or art, like in comics or um, checking out some of the musicals that uh, Steve Fickinger has helped with. And of course, all the things that Tim Sale has done in the world of comic books. Yeah. If you have not read Batman The Long Halloween, please do. Because, like I said, it is legitimately one of the best Batman stories of all time. Especially if you love the recent The Batman movie that came out. 
definitely pick up this comic because it's it's great so. there you go all right so uh definitely want to celebrate their lives and uh yeah we celebrate them right here at the comic section podcast next up we're going to move right along to uh oh man this uh this story just keeps on keeping on man <laughs> look hey the right, gift that keeps on giving yeah right look man it's almost time for you to get that call man. I, yes it's, it's about I'm to waiting. happen it's going to happen Ezra Miller, uh, yes, I'm sure you all are probably tired of hearing about it, probably tired of seeing it online, but, you know, we're a news podcast. We got to report on it, and this happened right, I think, the day after we finished recording the last episode, but apparently there's a lot of reports out there that Ezra Miller will reportedly not be a part of WB's future DC plans after the next Flash movie that's set to be in 2023. Yeah. Oh my God. Because all was happening, you know, and uh, looks like I believe this was a story out in Deadline that uh, that said that no matter what happens with all the the trials and the craziness involving Ezra, DC WB, they're like, no, we're done. We, I mean, regardless if he gets through with this right. or not, yeah, they're done. So yeah, they yeah. um. They've definitely screwed up one too many times. Uh, hey, huge shout out to uh, Melissa with uh, SMC Trivia uh, because uh, she's the one that shared on a, uh, a meme that I made making fun of Ezra Miller, uh, bringing more news to my attention about like all these different like cases coming out against yeah. them, like restraining orders, and yeah, they're they're just. There's something really not right with with them. Mm-hmm. They I, and the weird thing is, is that like I don't th- do we know where they are right now? Because last I heard, they went off the grid. Yeah, they, they off deactivated. The grid right now, yeah, they yeah. deactivated their Instagram mm-hmm. and um, it really concerning. Yeah, really, really concerning. Especially when you read stuff about oh hey yeah they also carry firearms on them at mm-hmm. all times. It's like. Yeah, something going on, yo. Something's going obviously, on. Obviously, something's going on, and uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, <laughs> as a as a company, I would have got rid of them a long time ago. But hey, I just it's just crazy, man. It's uh, let's just hope uh that uh all parties are safe and uh they get the help that they need did, uh, um, did you just, see the meme that uh went around it's like that eobar thought it was me barry mm-hmm. but only someone made it. it was like no barry that was all you yeah I, I didn't have to do any of that like <laughs> jesus christ man yeah you know it's uh i don't know man because how long how long has ezra miller been acting uh, they've been acting for a while, they've right? They've been acting since. Uh, wasn't their breakout role? There's something wrong about Kevin. Ironically, like it's okay. a movie about like a. You know what? I thought mm-hmm. it was. I thought it was Perks of a Wallflower. That's it. I thought that's what I thought. Yes. Okay. All right. And that movie, if I remember correctly, because that's during the dark ages mm. when I was still on Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that movie came out like 2012, 2013. Okay. Something along those lines. Reason why I asked this yeah. is because I'm like, was Ezra a child actor? Or was Ezra like in their teens? I think they were in their teens. Okay. All right. I'm not. Whenever I see stuff like this, and I'm like, okay, well, Ezra's pretty young, so I'm like, yeah. okay, they started when they were young, and maybe just that whole Hollywood lifestyle role where things could 
can change the way you view the world and how you view life and it's mm. you know it's mm, it's tricky man that's one of the reasons why i see a lot of celebrities like nah man i ain't i'm getting out of hollywood i ain't yeah. trying that's just a lot of weird stuff that be going on really and uh people have mental breakdowns a lot so yeah yeah i i will say as as a flash fan one hey wb Call me. I'm saying, I, I'm man, here. it's time. I'm here. I'm you ready. You got the I, suit. You ready. I will shave the beard. I will nah, race you gotta, down. You got to keep the beard, man. They got to change it up. Barry with a beard? Barry with a beard. Barry with a beard. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you got to do a, a new interpretation of a character. And so it's like, all right, we're going to give you some gruff. Yeah, you know? there we go. And it makes sense. I mean, basically, this whole Flash franchise has been through it it's yeah, so it's, it's only right that the next flash come in they got a beard they're grizzly they're just, <laughs> like, just uh, like we've been through a lot man obviously you know what I'm just saying? comes out of the speed force smoking cigarettes <laughs> i've seen so much yeah. oh man the stuff i just seen mm. goodness gracious but also as a flash fan um i am genuinely very concerned because so the flash movie it's it's basically in the can at this point mm. like it's it's ready to go yeah but with them with wb making this decision to not cast ezra miller as the flash anymore does mm-hmm. this mean so after the movie comes out are we not getting any flash content anymore is it just going to be like the cw grant gustin show or like is there not going to be any more live action flash stuff? that is interesting like this is a very concerning yeah, thing. Yeah, that's very concerning. But hopefully, uh, but in that same time, yeah. it's WBDC. I don't really have a lot of confidence in whoever's leading that division right now. Um, but hopefully, I would hope that they already kind of have someone in mind to kind of go ahead and take up that lead. Because The Flash is such a big character. Yeah. And the fact that the CW show was such a, or still is a big show. That it would make sense for them to continue bringing the Flash, more Flash, yeah, at all there, whether it be TV, film, animated. Like you know, Flash is one of the biggest characters, so really, I, I would think they're going to keep pushing Flash out there. It's just they just got to bring someone new in, yep. and hopefully with this uh, this Flash film, which probably is going to be a Flashpoint like uh, film. Yeah, everything's the multiverse right now, so they could just go in and he somebody else can come out. Who knows? There you go. There That's it is. It. Yeah. And it'll be me. Yeah, it'll be you. It'll be Rigel. You know what I'm saying? And I'll be like, yeah, I told y'all. I told y'all. Man, you heard it here first. With beard, smoking several cigarettes at yeah. once. Just like, oh. There you go, right? Might have slowed down a little bit. Not as fast because, you know, life hits you hard. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to move on from that. Speaking of talking about Hollywood and how crazy Hollywood could be, Hollywood could also be good sometimes to according to a few actors uh they are going to be getting a hollywood walk of fame and they announce people like john favreau uma thurman vince vaughn uh bill pullman uh ludicrous mm. martin lawrence and a slew of others are actually getting a star on the hollywood walk of fame so beautiful yeah i i actually love do love the fact that well one uma thurman should have been on that a long time ago in my opinion yeah that's a good point she's a phenomenal phenomenal actress yeah yeah and you know what and it just had me thinking right like okay with the walk of fame and i'm not here to poo poo on it but here it comes poo poo on that walk Uh, just a little bit just a little well they're doing a lot to that walk of fame (laughs) you've heard the stories about some of the you know people you know 
uh, just defecating on it and all these types of things. <laughs> it's happening, literally. I, I, yeah, I, I doesn't surprise yeah, me. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. surprise me. But, uh, you know, the Walk of Fame, that is something that they can just pay for. Yeah. You know, and I'm not saying they're doing it, but I'm sure their representation is saying, like, okay, hey, let's get this, let's get our, you know, our client a walk of fame, you know, so that way it's more gravitas and people look at them a certain way. My question is, do people really care about it anymore? That's also a valid point. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'll tell you what, the the last time I genuinely cared about a star being put on the Walk of Fame is when Weird Al Yankovic got his star on the Walk of Fame. And he gave that speech. Is like, hey, can no one please, uh, you know, uh, destroy this or desecrate this? Unless in a couple years I turn into an unspeakable, ungodly monster. Yeah, in which yeah, case, yeah. go at it. Yeah, Love yeah. Love Weird Al Yankovic. No, uh, of course, man. But... Um, <laughs> But yeah, no, like like you're saying, like it is like a big just publicizing event. A lot of let's be real here, a lot of stuff in Hollywood is like that. Yeah, see the Oscars exactly, <laughs> exactly. Oscars, Grammys, you can go through it. It's just I just feel like, and it's funny you say that because how the viewership people just don't really care that much anymore. Yeah. You know, at least that's the vibe that I'm getting. I just feel like, all right, Walk of Fame, okay, it just i feel like a lot of things that we used to like love and covet back in the day is kind of people don't care about really anymore it's kind of meaningless i mean well yeah it's kind of meaningless it feels that way where it's like oh man it's you're a walk you're you got a star (laughs) on the walk of fame it's kind of like all right good for you but right i mean all right so (laughs) i'm just you know and i know that's a big deal i would think it would be a big deal for someone that's always wanted that but i feel like nowadays just culture they don't that's all right (laughs) okay here's what we do yeah i I just came up with a great pitch for how hollywood can save itself okay 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 so we get we undo the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Uh-huh. And we take a note from ancient Greek mythology. Oh, you because don't agree they would, with us. They would immortalize certain uh, people for doing certain deeds. Uh-huh. Instead of, you know, putting a star on the ground that people can trample upon. Right, yeah. They actually would name constellations after them instead. Ooh, that's where you get, like, Orion and a I bunch like of it. other ones. So, yeah. we have a bunch of random stars out in the galaxy that have, like, weird number names hey. let's just start paying money to get some of those stars and you named can do after that. them you could do that except for the star i'm named after you can't touch that I, one. i'm not gonna lie <laughs> fun fact i have a star named after me too do you really? i do i actually have the uh the star card in my pocket so i actually have the coordinates They're uh, all one, nice. one, yeah one of my best friends actually uh did that for me years ago and i've always kept it i was like, oh i actually have a star named after me See, so yeah the reverse happened with me where like a star just went to the the, uh, the local like human depository store and was like yeah I want this human on earth named uh. after me and then so they've got a car that's like hey yeah this is my human he's yeah. a little weird but he's a good nah, guy he's a good guy good guy yeah yeah it's cool we we'll give him stuff yeah so uh, I like that idea I, yeah you know what? I, just I, just start throwing stars and naming them like the Uma Thurma star there yeah that's it right, right there. there you just got to get that telescope you can zoom in real close there you go you see her right there shining. <laughs> Billy, yeah. what are you doing? Oh, nothing, Mom. Just look at Uma Thurman <laughs> through a telescope. What? Like, what? Oh, to the star, Mom. So, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I, I like that idea. I thought you were going to go with statues. 
You know what I'm saying? Nah. Like Greek, because you know they got those Greek statues and stuff. Nah. But then it'll be flooded all over town, and it's just one big thing after another. So yeah, I do like I like stars. I, yeah, legit real stars. Yes. I like the that. big balls of gas. Let's yeah, just do it. Just do it. Because that's know? what celebrities are at the end of the day. Big balls of gas. <laughs> you ain't wrong. You ain't wrong when you're right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> all right. Well, we'll move right along with that story to a story that's uh, making its way in the world of blockbuster films. Uh, if you've watched Indiana Jones, if you watched Star Wars, if you watched uh, Superman, the original Superman, yeah, yeah, if you watch all of these big time classic films, you'll notice that one man in particular was responsible for the score that you love. I know people right now who will be at work and they'll just put on the score of films based on this gentleman's work and I'm talking about the legend himself John Williams, mm-hmm. all right? You already know the name. Well, it appears that John Williams hints that Indiana Jones 5 may be his last film to score. And it's only mm-hmm. right, you know, Harrison Ford and of course you have that whole press around like could this be Harrison's Ford's last go round and of course Steven Spielberg you know you got that trio and you know he's kind of like well this might be it he actually spoke to I forgot the oh Associated Press he said at the moment I'm working on Indiana Jones 5 with Harrison Ford who's quite a bit younger than I am and I think he announced that this will possibly be his last film. So he thought, if Harrison could do it, then perhaps I can also. So this might be it. Yeah, dang. Yeah. Like like you were saying, he has had like such an impact on, on pop culture and just the entire world on cinema and like what a score can do. Like, I, I'm not going to lie, like listening to the... Um, the original Star Wars soundtrack too, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the anytime I hear like that Tatooine song and like the sons are saying whatnot, it, it, it gets me. Yeah, and ah, uh, yeah, to think that we're not going to have that anymore—that stinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because isn't Hans Zimmer out of the game too? I want to say he is. Yeah, because I I feel like he he said he was out. I. F- I don't remember exactly, but I I feel like he's been kind of wishy washy with whether or not he's been out and back in and oh, then out just, again. Oh, they yeah. just ain't paying him enough. Yeah, there, there you go. There <laughs> that's, you all, go. that's all that's saying to me. Like, yeah, I don't know if I'm in. All right, we'll give you a hundred million. Mm. Uh, all right, I think I'm coming back on this one. I think I might do it. You might have talked me into it, but uh, but yeah, man, that's over fifty years, man, of doing this. <sighs> And uh, and I also I believe that he wants to uh, you know just kind of focus on just like orchestra like legit yeah like you know what he uh, what his first passion is so yeah that's uh that's something to take hold man because John Williams yo he's been in every one of our lives at some point you've heard a yeah. score and you're like man this score man this sounds amazing and it's like hey John Williams did it but you know he has his uh, the people up under him like Hans Zimmer but we don't right. know uh, who else that are uh, big the only other like really big one that. Uh I can think of is Danny Elfman off the top of my head too. Right, right, he, right, right. He's created some like really iconic scores and is still very much killing it. See the Multiverse of Madness soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's there's a couple others out there too that I don't know their names off the top of my I, head. I'll tell you one that is definitely coming in the ranks. Uh, well, uh, Ludwig Gorson. 
uh, he he actually did the score for Black Panther, and he also did the score for Lion King. I want to yes. say. Uh, so yeah, man, like he he's young. Uh, he's definitely on to come up. He's only thirty seven. So uh, I believe he's he's done Turning Red, Tenant, Black Panther. He's on the Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Uh, he yeah Creed. You know he he's coming. There you like, go. That's, he, so you know he John Williams has uh, you know he got a. I guess a family tree that's going to uphold his legacy whenever he there goes you go. away. You know what I'm saying? We will we will name stars after Ludwig. Oh, of course. <laughs> oh, that's coming. He that's- gets two. <laughs> <laughs> that is coming, man. Well, all right. Well, we move on from that story to another story involving scores. Uh, great transition, Jay. Appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. Have you heard of the rumor? Oh, this, oh this went gosh. back. Now I know you're young. I remember this rumor, and I was like, uh, I don't know, you know, because I've heard it, but then it was kind of like, I don't know if I believe it, but Sonic the Hedgehog, the video game, Sonic 3, there was a rumor going around that Michael Jackson actually helped create the actual score for the video game. It actually, actually helped contribute to the f- music of all of it. And it was kind of like, it was one of those where those rumors back in the day where someone could just make up a rumor and it goes around and it kind of disappears. But you kind of bring it back up years later. Like, yo, whatever happened? Was that real? Was that a real thing? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it looks like it was real. You know what? This this doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Because um, so do you remember the uh, the Simpsons song? Do the Bartman? Yes. Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson was also there, and yeah. he didn't actually tag himself credit for it. He right. did same thing with his uh, cameo in the uh, the episode "Stark Raving Dad," where it's it's Michael Jackson, uh-huh. but not Michael Jackson right. at the same time. Right. Uh, but he didn't credit himself, and like for a long time, people were like, "Was that actually Michael Jackson?" Yeah. And it came out like years later that yes, it was. Yeah. And yeah. No, that doesn't. He was very secretive about like certain stuff that um that he was working on, and yeah, no that. Yeah, I'm not shocked. Nah, yeah, to me that's just like, oh man, Mike's the goat to me. So it's like when I hear stuff like that, it's like, oh, it's just even like more credence to why, like, man, I love Mike, and he's just like low key when he does certain things like that. But uh, but yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog creator, uh, I'm gonna butcher your name, sorry, sir, but uh, Yuji Naka uh, confirmed a long running theory associated with Michael Jackson in the soundtrack. Uh, that behind 1994 Sonic the Hedgehog 3 he posted on social media via his account that confirmed that yes he actually collaborated and you know helped score Sonic 3 and he Michael didn't want to be credited like Michael was just nah you don't need to credit me because you gotta think man Michael Jackson the name alone would probably overshadow the game you know what I'm saying like you're the most famous person on the planet you kind of like ah like hey don't worry about it I'm just a fan I want to help contribute and I love stuff like that because Mm -hmm. nowadays you have celebrities that more than anything they want their name on it you know what I'm saying yeah and to the point where now it's just when I see certain things online I'm like, okay, that's cool, but it's kind of gross. It kind of cringes me out yeah. whenever I see that. Like, hey, look what I'm doing. See what I'm doing? I'm doing something good. And like, uh-huh, yeah. sure you are, buddy. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but nah, I've heard that rumor, and I'm like, yeah, nah. And you know what? I, and another reason why this came out, because I believe it was Sonic's birthday. 
a couple of days ago. That's right, it was. Yeah. So, and a lot. Hey, Sonic's definitely back in the forefront of pop culture. His movies has done amazingly well. And uh, but yeah, this news came out. I'm like, wow, that's dope. I love that. I love this. Like, okay, yeah, Mike, he really did it to the point where the creator actually has photos of him and Mike collaborating at his oh my house. God. So yeah, it's it's legit. Like they did it. Wow. So, so yeah, no. Now I definitely have to um, have to re-listen to the Sonic Three soundtrack with Michael Jackson <laughs> in mind because, like, you no, know, as problematic as Michael Jackson was, like, like you say, he was one of the the greatest musicians mm-hmm. that we've ever had. Yeah, and uh, yeah, no, like to this day, I still listen to like Smooth Criminal is like one of my all time favorite oh, songs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, no, like that's that that's just awesome to hear. And like, yeah, he was like a huge nerd, a huge fanboy mm-hmm. about certain stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, no, this is this is great. I'm I'm really happy he he got to do this, and this is yeah. coming out. So. No, yeah, yeah. And you made a great point just now too. Like another reason why he might have not want to put his name on it because at the time there was a lot of those allegations that was out there with it so that was also another reason why people were saying well that's he might not want to be credited on it because you know it could be taken away you know so yeah there there there's a reason why he didn't want to associate himself with too much of like kids stuff right for multiple reasons yeah 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 yeah. so uh but no this was this was a dope story and you know what too because of this sonic 3 is about to get sold like crazy you know how many people are gonna be buying that was smart what they did i'm not mad at what they did because now you like if you got sonic 3 right now the original sonic 3 Yep, it's worth some money, money now. So, you got you got that Michael Jackson attached yeah, to it. Yeah, man. So uh, there you go. But why would you want to sell Sonic Three? Because like the first three Sonic games are literally perfect. You I'm don't telling need to play you, you don't else. need to play none of those. <laughs> That's my opinion, man. I'm right there with you. All right, so we'll move on from that story to a, another story, which is very, very scandalous to my uh, cohort. A little seal would say. Scandal panel. A little scandal panel here, man. A little scandal panel, but this one is involving WWE, the world of wrestling. You know what I'm saying? Shout outs to Ant. I know uh, if Ant was here, Ant would definitely go in on this story. Now, this story came out a few weeks ago, but it's really, you know, stirring up uh, all over the place. Like mainstream, it's on CNN, all these big, big uh, news stories and stuff. Uh, and apparently, uh, the chairman, Vince McMahon, <laughs> he uh, apparently is uh, being investigated for a $3 million hush pact, uh, along with him and uh, one of his colleagues, John Laurinaitis, uh, for, uh, I guess, allegedly doing some uh, not-so-HR-friendly things with, uh, I believe, a lawyer or... Uh, someone that was with the company and a former employee and they paid allegedly in hush money to shut the employee up three million dollars yeah 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 yep an ex-paralegal so yeah yep so uh, an anonymous person emailed them and pretty much let them know like hey y'all doing some some nasty stuff in this building Uh uh-huh and we about to put it out there to the world 
And yeah, so it's uh, it's going down to the point where this investigation has already reportedly cost WWE hundreds of millions of dollars in value just based on their stock yep. price. Their stock price have dipped crazy after this story. And uh, but yeah, I think it went from sixty six dollars a share now down to fifty nine dollars a share, and it seems to keep trending down, which is bad because you know yeah. you got shareholders. WWE is a public entity, so you gotta. You got shareholders that you got to answer to, even though Vince McMahon, that's his, that's his company. He got people he had to answer to. So yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. Yeah, and I was um I was actually listening about. So I suppose his daughter is now stepping, stepping in. Stepping in. Yeah, yeah. But he's still very adamant about like, oh yeah, I'm not going anywhere. Like he made a, a presence during like one of the the SmackDown shows or oh, whatever, yeah. like waving to the crowd yeah. or whatnot. It's like. <laughs> Uh, can you not right now, it's buddy? It's the ego, man. It's the ego. You know, <sighs> billionaire, yep. man. I'm like, I'm WWE. What y'all going to do? Yeah, there's little investigations here, but I'm still going to... I feel like that was more of a, mm, I'm here. I ain't going nowhere. Like, mm, there's a, a shot to all of y'all who thought I was just going to fall apart, which who knows what's going to happen, yo, because... Really? I ain't going to lie, man. I used to watch WWE very, very heavily as a kid, and I've heard how, you know, messy they are and uh, it's not a big surprise to me but yeah <laughs> yeah this uh this could be big as as someone who um was into wrestling got out of it but still has an appreciation for it just just being in the sphere around wrestling it's like man even i know this vince mcmahon is kind of a piece of crap <laughs> <laughs> like that's one of the the main rules of, of wrestling it's like one it's you know you gotta make sure you, you pay respect to the rock. You gotta smell what the rock is cooking. You smell it. Smelling it. Mm. Yeah. Eyebrow raising. Uh. <laughs> and two, Vince McMahon's kind of a piece of crap. Yeah. That's that's just it. Those are some of the the things you know as soon as you get into to wrestling. Mm. Um uh, so yeah, I, I'm really curious to see how the industry like moves forward. Mm-hmm. If if Vince McMahon is adamant about staying in that spotlight, which you know he will, yeah, you know he will. That's a lot of ego and pride, he, there, and he's know? going to have people coming out like defending him and all of that course, stuff. It's, of course, of yeah. course. I might. That's my whole thing. It's like okay, the fans know, everyone knows, and from what I saw when he came out and made those appearances, the fans was all chanting for him, and so it's it's kind of yeah. like he's already bringing this whole. I'm a fight back and the fans here they love me I feel like that's some BS too because I'm really? like I've seen footage of where they like they push they will um, filter in or bring in crowd noise I was about to say you know you what I'm saying three million dollars yeah. to spend on one woman you've yeah. got like money to spend on like bringing in a crowd yeah so. just help create a narrative to make it seem like the people are behind you in, in reality like I know people who've been to wrestling shows as of late where they would take down certain signs where if it's saying anything bad about the company or anything like that just so when it comes on tv we at home it's like oh, okay everyone is all good they all love this but you know that's yeah. just all it's all theater of the mind at the end of the day you know wwe is probably like the longest soap opera ever <laughs> and that's how i equate it to it just uh f- like fighting soap opera and yep. people are diehard fans of it. And I mean, I was at one time. And when you see real stuff like this happen, it's like, mm, it's only a matter of time, man. When when you do some scandalous stuff, especially now, you know, we live in an era where people are getting exposed left and right. So, you know, if you got skeletons in your closet. And mm, once you find one skeleton, 
There Chances you go. are more, more stark oh, calming yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, I'm afraid to look in his closet. There's man. a there's a mausoleum there. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Straight up. Uh, All right. Well, we just have to wait and see uh, where this goes. I'm definitely interested in seeing the like audience and how they're they're taking views on this whole situation is going to be in the next couple of weeks and uh and last but certainly not least in our stories man we got to talk about netflix and we got to talk about netflix with in regards of possibly introducing ads to the platform because we know netflix cost is up now i think it's almost what twenty dollars a month now i think it's like around 18 19 dollars remember when it was like nine dollars and I was like, now it's about 20 a month and they're thinking about actually putting ads in their actual platform but but here's the thing a lot of people were like well if they bring the price down a little bit then would you be in support of ads if you don't want to pay the 18 19 dollars a month you could go back to 10 dollars, but you're gonna have a bunch of ads there you know what i'm saying would that be something you might be interested in, Rigel? I see you moving over there. You, it seems like you're trying to develop some type I'm, of speech. I'm silent because <laughs> I'm reeling. Ah, okay. It's That's like, what that is. You were the chosen one. <laughs> you were supposed to save us from cable not becoming. Ah, that's where we it's all some going, man. BS. That's where we all going. It's some BS. Like the the whole point. Like I, we pay for Hulu. Yeah, that we pay for the ad-free Hulu. Yeah, oh you, and you, it's cheaper than you balling Netflix. out. Yeah, but you balling out about that ad-free though, man. <sighs> Ain't that like fifteen? How much? Are we 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 did the whole like bundle it with uh, Disney Plus with and Disney ESPN. Plus. I get it. So I get it's it. like it, it's worth it. Like, yeah, because it gets three for well, apparently the price of one because <laughs> Netflix is doing this now. Well, yeah, it looks like the uh, CCO Ted Sarandos. Uh, actually spoke at a Cons Lions advertising conference recently and uh, he was there to accept the Entertainment Person of the Year award and he was basically answering questions and that was one of the biggest rumors like hey is Netflix is going to have like an ad feature and he said and I quote if it becomes so important that we want to have control over it we might so it's full steam ahead on that front users of course they're mixed on the idea obviously because it's like like, well, I mean, like you were saying, we pay for no ads, but because of the price of Netflix has gone up, if you don't want to pay that, then like how Hulu is, because he even made mention of Hulu and Disney and HBO. They're all doing the same thing where, you know, you don't have to pay that premium price. You can pay a little cheaper price, but you have to sit through ads. So it's kind of like, all right, everybody else is doing this. We'll do it, too. But it's like... I understand it though. I'm not mad I, at it, I, honestly. I get it. I'm mad at it well, because <laughs> because like okay. So take for example, I was getting my hair cut a couple weeks back. All right, getting and, fresh. You know yeah, what I'm saying? yeah. And I was like, we. I was talking to the hairstylist, and she was bringing up the fact that like she was watching the uh, the office, and she, then she just brought up the fact that like yeah, and then like one of the commercials came on. I was like, because it's on Peacock now. I was yeah. like, wait, did you just say a commercial came on? For a streaming service that you're mm-hmm. already paying money for, and she's mm-hmm. like, "Mm-hmm." Yeah, and it's like, I, I don't even pay YouTube for the ad-free content, but like, I know that I can pay them for ad-free content that's cheaper than what this. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, but here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. I mean, it makes sense financially. It does, because when you look at it. 
it's like all right people don't want to deal with commercials you know and but you got to pay a little bit more the thing is is that i knew this was coming because netflix they keep going up in their price because not just the the ips that they have or just the licensing rights to shows like when they had the office and all this stuff we all knew this was going to happen eventually but I feel like in order for them to keep going, because they basically they raise the price because all these original movies that are coming out. So because of that, I mean, they got to land. They got to start, you know, making money right now. Netflix doesn't really make money. And yeah, ads help them make money. And again, you don't have to pay for it or no, you do have to pay for it if you want, (laughs) if you don't want those commercials. But, you know. I just feel like the difference between that and cable still, still to this day, I will still argue that you can just cut it off. Like, you can just cancel it. You know what I'm saying? Like, cable, hey, you locked in. You are locked into a contract. Ain't nothing you could do about it. You could unsubscribe. That's true. So, you mean? I... I will also say, so, like, I get the point of, like, raising prices so that they can keep producing this original content, some of which I am a huge fan of. Like, I've, I've sung praise for Stranger Things and uh, the Love, Death, and Robot series and, and all that stuff. Squid Games. Can more of it be good, though? Mm. <laughs> can you guys make more, more, like, good original content i think you know what it is i think it takes time because it's, it's movies that's now true. yeah it's, it's movies. movies you know what and that's the thing too squid games they got for cheap you realize yeah, that they, right they, like mm-hmm. they didn't pay much for squid game I didn't even think squid game is going to be what it is and it's yeah. like same thing with stranger things they're like all right here's an original thing they just struck gold twice yep. or three times depending on the stuff that you love uh yeah i feel like that's what it is it's the movies because people it less and less people be. are going to the movies, so it's like, all right, cool, you can stay home, and yeah, that's why it's so long. <laughs> uh, uh, it's tough, I, right? I don't like it. I I, I get it, but I don't like it. Hey, I get it too. I hey, look Netflix. They got to stay afloat, yo. There's a lot of competition out here. A lot of competition. They want to still be the big big dogs, but they got to play with everybody else, though. They got to. Mm. Go on. God forgive me. I'm I'm going back to the old me. Gonna <laughs> set that? sail on the high seas. Ah, okay. Gonna gonna don my pirate hat. Oh, you gonna oh, just yeah, you gonna, just you gonna hit up the mm, pirate bay? Mm, I don't even know what's going on with the pirate bay anymore. <laughs> Last I heard, they've been in like a nomad state for a while. That's so. true. You just gotta find the other place. There's plenty of other places now there, that you can go are. to. There's a lot of pirates out there. You know what I'm saying? Yo ho. Yeah, there's more than more than Blackbeard and Davy Jones and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> y'all catch what we're putting down, right? Yeah, y'all yeah. get it. Y'all get it. All right. Well, uh, I think that about wraps it up for the news that we have so far. And as always, whenever we drop a new episode, it's probably gonna be a made another 35, 50 new breaking news stories. So make sure y'all head over to our social media page at the comic section so you can stay in tune on all the latest news and headlines when it happens next up we're going to go right on into coming soon previews and we have three previews to talk about and of course there's way more but i was like all right let me just go with these top three so we can kind of you know titillate the audience a little bit get them excited or maybe oh man do i really want to see this that type of thing so first up we got Lego Star Wars Summer Vacation. Yeah! And uh, the Star Wars franchise is a very 
toxic as we know but the lego star wars franchise the lego that's where it's at well i think lego in general man the the lego movies have been i feel great criminally underrated <laughs> really? i feel like some of these lego movies are better than the actual ip they base it off of truly yeah lego batman is probably maybe still be the it's, best batman it's movie better than most it batman might be bad it might be the best batman movie i ain't afraid to say it y'all know how i feel about batman i'm not the biggest batman fan but lego batman lego batman better than the dark knight yes. i will say it yes. i will say yeah somebody I have speak to truth somebody got to that's mm. not even a hot take to me but no, if y'all that's... are in your car or on your headphones or on your computer speakers wherever you're listening to this losing your mind right now again <laughs> Fight us. Fight us. Really. <laughs> Come towards us. We will have Legos sprayed out on the floor. The so when you come rushing through, open. you will step on Legos. <laughs> you will go down. And then we kick you. Yeah, man. But uh, okay. But yeah, Lego Star Wars. Summer Vacation. You excited for this one? I, I am. Yeah, let's, uh, let's get into the trailer. Yeah. Okay. This is it, everyone. We're here to have some fun! Trapping, baby. No stormtroopers, no TIE fighters, no threat of annihilation. Best vacation ever! Summer's about to end and we're all about to go our separate ways. It's a vacation. Relax. Hello there. Who are you? Obi-Wan Kenobi. What is in this? Come on out in the sun now. All right. Oh, this is so, it's so adorable. It's so great. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to lie. I've watched the other two Lego specials with the, uh, the holiday special that they had. Right. And the Halloween special one. The Halloween special one was like criminally underrated yeah. too. Um, I just love the, the freedom. They just, they make fun of themselves so much. And it's kind of it like, is, yeah. I'm like all the people who have their opinions on Star Wars, especially when Disney took it over, all of those people, I think you'll, you get that uh you feel better after watching these lego movies because it's kind of like yeah we're hearing what you got to say and we're yep. answering everything you're saying in the uh in the movie in the lego uh holiday special uh they like a big part of that movie is race trying to figure out how to train finn as a jedi mm -hmm. and trying to be a jedi master it's like this is actually a really interesting plot that i wish was in the movies yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no, I um I'm super excited for this one. Love the fact that the Darth Vader and the Emperor there just just that one moment where it's like uh, Lord of the Beach, you say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I also love the fact that Weird Al Yankovic is in this too. Of course, gotta yeah. be in shout it. shout out to Weird Al Yankovic. Weird Al out here mm. still doing his thing. All right. Well, uh, but yeah, that is set to stream August 5th on Disney Plus, you know, just in time. Summertime is still be full in full in effect. Kids got something cool they can watch with their with their parents that are super Star Wars nerds, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So they can argue and have fun <laughs> as a family, you know? All right. So we'll move on from that to a new horror film, you know what I'm saying? September it's always a good time for some new horror. And I will say that I'm dying for another good horror film. I feel like I've just been let down time and time again. man. I, we have. I give these new franchises a chance because all of our franchises at one point was new. And they yep. took a chance on it. And hopefully this one entitled Smile is one of those franchises. 
You ready to check it out? Let's do it. Hi, patient. Hi. I know you're nervous. I just want to have a chat. I'm seeing something no one else can see except for me. It's smiling at me. Yesterday, a patient in your care died brutally in front of you. I need to find an explanation for what happened. It's smiling at me. It's smiling at me. All right. What's your thoughts on smile? What the hell? Oh my god. <laughs> the this is legitimately upsetting. Like, Ooh, all right. The 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 premise of like watching someone go through a breakdown mm-hmm. and then you just see smiling faces everywhere you go afterwards is yeah. very very disturbing. Very. See, um, we happy few great video game mm-hmm. where it's basic premises. It's a dystopian future where everyone has to like take these happy drugs all the time, and it's just very unsettling because yeah. like you just see these people like smiling everywhere, even though like their lives are horrible. But they take they these just, drugs to like to make them smile. Exactly. Yeah. Um. It's kind of like that. Yeah, this is very much like that. Yeah. And I'm very interested to see where it goes. Okay. The, that last scene in this trailer got yeah. me, too. I ain't like, going to lie. What, what the hell? I ain't going to lie. I was kind of mid on it up until the last scene. That la- And I mm-hmm. pray that's not like the scariest thing in the film. That's the thing I'm concerned I about. I hope that is not the big, big reveal. Yeah. Because I'm like, I need that to be like in the beginning. That's the problem that, like, I feel a lot of horror movies have is like they show too much in the trailers. Yeah, and um, and you know yeah. what? That's kind of a gamble too, though. And I kind of I understand it. I don't like it, but I kind of feel like, all right, you're a new franchise, and you're you know you put all your money in this basket, and you're praying that you're going to make your money back and then some for it to be successful. If you're brand new and you really want people to see it. Are you willing to just give away one of the big scenes just to get people in? Because if they didn't have that scene, it would kind of been like, oh, okay, this I, I like the premise, mm-hmm. but um, maybe. But that last part though, last. the money shot. Yep, that's the word I was trying to think of. The <laughs> money shot. They had to throw that in there. I well, I hope that's not the the money shot. Money shot. I just just. I don't know. I just feel like a lot of new franchises. I feel like they kind of have to put something out there to really get the people like oh okay yeah and that one did it for me (laughs) yeah really yeah so So, yeah i'm definitely interested to check this out uh hope hope it's pretty good and yeah yeah to echo what you were saying like yeah certain movies have to do certain certain money shots i immediately started thinking of like la llorona where uh oh yeah so we watched that movie and then we were like so freaking mad about that i was mad about too because like the scariest (laughs) part of the movie that they show you in the trailers yeah happens in like the first 10 minutes yeah yeah Uh, that's the fear though mm -hmm. this ironic that's the fear in this horror but that's (laughs) for real that's just how it goes though you're a brand new movie especially in the world of horror you're about jump scare we're not always jump scares but you know it's the whipped cream or the cherry on top and you want to get people to see it it's kind of like ah you got to take that calculated risk yeah like should we just play it keep everything in the movie but are we going to get people to come see it 
you know and it's i don't know but hopefully this is good it's coming out friday september 30th so right before mm. october man ready for the horror season to start that's good timing yeah very very good timing all right and uh last but certainly not least speaking of horror time to get strange you already know strange things season four part two part one man was such a great great part one it, it was yeah oh man i cannot wait and without further ado let's take out the trailer for season four part two stranger things let's check it out you're terribly frightened by what you've seen but i'm not gonna lie to you your friends are not prepared for this fight hawkins will fall He's taken everyone. Yes. They yes. Didn't even, yo, they didn't even need to do this. They they didn't. They didn't <laughs> they need didn't to go this hard. This. We were here. already going to watch yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I love the fact that like it's not really showing us like too much mm-hmm. either. No. Uh, at least not stuff that we haven't already seen from like previous trailers from before the first volume came out. Like yep. you you see Eddie playing the uh the guitar. That's the scene I want. I yes. cannot wait to see that finally because I was wondering when that scene is gonna happen. That, I feel like that's gonna be like a big finale scene. Yeah. Because we as we've established in the first part of this, like music is a key part of helping fight this current foe that they're going through so uh yeah we'll see how that plays out it's like eddie we need you to play the guitar to distract the the demons and all this stuff like yeah all right let me get on the roof it's the exact same as the ending to the spongebob movie the helmets can't handle these levels of rock and roll they gotta handle them levels of rock man (laughs) yeah now i'm here man so uh we were having this conversation before we started recording uh who you think gonna die so somebody alicia, gonna die uh alicia my fiance says that she's really concerned that steve is going to die oh not pretty hair steve the yeah. babysitter the babysitter he's <laughs> he's had a really good run i really hope he doesn't because i i'm going to keep it real with you steve is my favorite character in the whole in the whole series i can see that we recently like re-watched all of uh seasons one through three after finishing the fourth season yeah and like rewatch it, it's like you know he really isn't that bad like remember the first time you see steve is like oh yeah, this guy's jerk. such a jerk yeah the oh. 80s stereotypical bully of the 80s films yeah, yeah. but then like you rewatch it with like the uh with the lens of like knowing his character arc and it's like you know he actually wasn't that bad of a dude he actually yeah, he did, grew to like him. he did care about nancy he was yeah. just around a bunch of other a-holes but like <laughs> he himself wasn't a supreme a-hole he was just a little My, bit full of himself. yeah just a little full of himself no um i think murray's gonna die yeah i think murray you know what i'm saying he was there he was helping joyce and uh yeah and I just feel like him helping Joyce get back together with Jim he did that. Yeah, I feel like his story arc is complete. I think he's going. I don't know how, but 
I think he's going. Um, but J Rock, his what? his fingers are like arrows. Oh, his are. arms <laughs> iron and his legs. No, nah, yeah, and I like him. I really do, man. I really do like him. But I just feel like he's going to be on the chopping block. Uh, I got a feeling Robin might be might be out, give or take, maybe. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, possibly. I don't know. I don't think the kids are going. I don't think any no. of the kids are going nowhere. But if they do, oh my gosh, that that would, that be, would be really dark, really dark, and really amazing. I, I was I was sweating about that when um, ah uh, God, what what's the redhead's name again? When oh Max, she, Max, yeah, Max, yeah, yeah, when yeah. She was starting to get uh, possessed by Vecna started and all that floating. stuff. Oh God, until she yeah. started running up that hill and leaving me with God. Yeah, yeah, yo. She ran up that hill, man. She, she ain't going to win. Man. Also, hey, again, huge shout out to CEO. Because, like, literally, <laughs> like, two, three days after the season dropped, yeah. they already made artwork showing off that I know. scene. I was like, God damn, man, I'm That's what I'm saying. You just watched it. And they were like, all right, I'm on it. Yep. Yeah, it looks like they were possessed. I mean, <laughs> did Vecna take over those seals? Is that why those seals not here? No. Nah. Nah, CEO's taking over Vecna. That's what's that's what's happening. You think so? Yeah, yeah. I don't CEO, know, man. CEO's gone into the uh, the upside down and yeah, is true. like just stomping, just stomping his, on. his face. I would think in so. The dirt. But then, yeah, because but at the same time, Vecna would get annoyed because CEO and their takes on things, and they always want to. They always gotta add their take, and it's always yeah. spicy. It's like, oh, all right, you know what? You I, like Gone with the Wind? I ain't going, I usually don't do this, but you can go and go back onto yeah. the regular world. Get out of here, man. You're not even worth killing. God. <laughs> yeah, yo. So those are our takes as far as uh, who might die. Who do you think is going to survive? Let us know, and uh, let us know how y'all feel about these trailers and teasers because uh there's a lot that we didn't talk about and again as always go to our social media page like our social media page follow us and check out all the other trailers because tons of trailers tons of teasers i believe there's like a my hero academia new teaser that we posted yeah they uh, uh they announced season six season so. six i need to catch up on that all of these shows and movies and all these trailers there's a new thor one right before the thor movie comes i refuse <laughs> to watch any more thor tra- i only seen the first official one I don't see nothing else. But you can check all of those trailers out more at the comic section and let us know your thoughts and opinions. All right. And uh, last but certainly not least, man, we got reviews. And yeah, man, we got some good things to talk about. I got to watch the first five episodes of Umbrella Academy season Trey. And you got to watch some stuff, right? Yeah, so I I got to see all of Kenobi. All of it is out. And I have seen all of it now, so I'm going to give my full-fledged review and opinions about it as a Star Wars fan. Yes, (laughs) indeed. Yeah. Uh, So you know this is going to hurt. Ooh. (laughs) And I also started watching this great little show called Kim's Convenience. Yeah, my boy Shang-Chi in it. Yeah, he is. Also, uh, okay, okay, good. I'm glad you brought that up because I want Is there a connection between Shang-Chi and Kim's Convenience? No, I want to give you mad props. What was that? Because, uh, so you've been telling me for a while about how great uh, Shang-Chi is as yeah. a comic book character. Yes. And I never heard of this character before, like, the talk of the movie came out. Mm-hmm. I saw the movie, yeah. loved the movie. Right. And I, got, I was like, okay, I actually got to, like, read some comics because like you were saying he's like an actually really great character mm-hmm. i started reading the, uh, the latest run of uh shang chi that's out in marvel comics right now yeah 
he legit is like an amazing character. Oh yeah. Like picking up those issues, like reading his stories, it's like, yo, no, he he no. can be like you literally like in this run, it's like literally Shang-Chi versus the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. It's literally like each issue is just him and his family fighting different Marvel superheroes. And it's like this is great. Yeah. He, and he's just a great protagonist. He's got like this great, like young charismatic energy. It was like, I, I just want to do, I just want to go on a date with a pretty girl. And my sister's here <laughs> trying to kill me now. Yeah, yeah. Why? Hey, yeah. the best hand to hand fighter in all of Marvel. Truly, truly the best iron fist is like behind them close, but it's still, it's him. It, yeah. It's, it's he, he's him. So, uh, awesome, yo. That's dope. So, uh, who you want to go first? You want me to go first? Uh, you go first, because I'm actually really excited to uh, to hear you talk about uh, Umbrella Academy. Yes, Umbrella Academy Season 3. Y'all know Umbrella Academy is one of my favorite shows just in general from Season 1 to Season 2. This carried over to Season 3. By far, my favorite family of all mm. IPs. Like, think about every IP, whether it be superhero, sci-fi, comic books, action, regardless, everybody has or some type of family dynamic. I feel like this is the most legitimate uh, family that I've seen, period. Just the most authentic. It's, uh, you know, it's not like, uh, what's my man, uh, Vin Diesel and the Fast and Furious. So we're, we're family. This ain't Dom Toretto fam. Nah, this is legit. From all the characters that you've seen in season one and just the family dynamic, that's the, my favorite part. I love the, the powers and the abilities that all these characters can do. But my favorite thing about this is just watching their dynamic, watching them just argue amongst each other as like brothers and sisters, like yep. how they pick on each other and just the little things like, oh, I hate how you sleep because you always sleep like this. And <laughs> those types of things, if you, if we all have family, uh, oh, hopefully, and if you were lucky enough to have a sibling or you have that, that sibling dynamic, even if you don't get along, that's the other thing too. Like, we don't always get along with our siblings. No. You know what I'm no. saying? Like, there are things that really piss us off about our brothers and sisters and, you know, and I feel like their dynamic is so believable. Even though they're all adopted, that don't matter. They are legit brothers and sisters. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. The storyline, the Sparrow Academy, for those who, uh, that little teaser after at the end of season two, spoilers, but no spoilers, y'all know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it picks right up where that left off, and yeah, I had to stop myself, I'm on episode five, and yeah, it's it's great, I love it. Right now, it's definitely not a surprise, but it's a contender as my favorite show but there's that other show, The Boys, is is right. It's it's mm. neck and neck with them. Oh, and strange thing, the top my top three shows are like are playing as we speak. Stranger Things, The Boys, Umbrella Academy. I'm the happiest person in the world right now with these three shows. But uh Umbrella Academy, it's amazing. If you haven't seen it, check it out. And yeah, you'll enjoy it, man. So in I don't your, want to spoil nothing. Your triangle hierarchy of needs—it's—it's uh, it's literally just Stranger Things, Umbrella Academy, and the boys, and nothing else. That's tough right now. <laughs> well, right now, that's the Trinity. That's right the now. Trinity. There are other shows that I'm like, okay, cool. I'm gonna come back. <laughs> oh, Abbott Elementary. Oh, I snap. am yes. so late on Abbott Elementary. Yo, Abbott Elementary is coming. Like, as far as on that list. It's a really I, good show. I just started watching it because I kept hearing about it. And I'm like, let me check it out. And I'm like, 
oh, this is really good. It definitely has that office feel where you're talking to the camera, but you like these teachers and having to deal with the district and the things that real teachers have to go through. Uh, but yeah, I love that show too. But I'll finish Abbott Elementary. I'll give you all my full review on that. But Umbrella Academy, so far, right there. Top three. Nice. Love it. Love it. Can't recommend it enough. I, as a huge fan of the first two seasons, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm excited to see You're this going third to season. love season three. Nice. As of right now, up to episode five. Hopefully, it keeps going up that trajectory, but I'll wait until I finish it before I get my full review. But Excellent. There it is. Check it out. All right, and so uh, so now let's uh, let's get into the uh, the grind that is the Star Wars fandom. Okay, all right. So, oh my gosh. Okay, so <laughs> Kenobi. All right, Obi Wan. Obi Wan Kenobi. OG. Sometimes he's Ben, but in this case, he's he's in that little transitionary period okay. where he's going from Obi Wan to Ben. Ah. Uh, so so this series came out and wait, hold up, sorry. Yeah. Uh, it's going to sound like a stupid question because uh, I'm not the biggest Star Wars fanatic like that. Obi Wan is that a title? No. Oh, so that is his name. That is his name. Oh, okay, okay. Because when you said Kenobi, I was thinking like, oh, okay, so is that just a like like a 007? This is Obi Wan. Fill in the blank. No, it's just he. It's one of those little weird space names okay, like cool. um, like Throg Trogder or whatever you want right, to call okay, it. Okay, all right. Um, but so yeah, Obi Wan Kenobi. Um. I kind of started when they announced this show. I was, and they announced that Ewan McGregor was coming back and Hayden Christensen. I was like, okay, this is uh, this is good, but also, why are you making this? Because like literally, where he leaves off in episode three, and then where things pick up in episode four, yeah, you don't really need to tell a story about that in between area. Mm. Um, and this is also coming from someone who's like, uh, even McGregor as Obi Wan Kenobi is one of my favorite characters of all time. Like he and Darth Vader are like my two favorite Star Wars characters. Okay, yeah. And um, so so yeah, I was a little, little conflicted going into it. Um, and I'll be honest, the show had like a really rough start for me. Mm. It one of my biggest problems was just the how weirdly it was treating some of the the continuity mm-hmm. with it like there's some there's some like bait and switch stuff that happens in the uh, the first couple episodes that you're like why would you do that because we know that the some of these characters are going to live so why would you play this game of like oh hey they're dead now it's like no no they're not i know they're not but mm. anyway yeah because uh, i'm trying to keep this as spoiler free as i possibly can i get it um but i i will say that like the more the series progressed the more it won me over even mcgregor uh, he gives a top of the line performance once again as Obi Wan Kenobi. You really see him like struggling. Like this is a man that has got serious trauma that he is working through. Right. And um, like the second, because it, it doesn't really occur to anyone that like he doesn't know that Anakin survived that experience of Mustafar, mm. and you literally like watch him learn that like. Vader's still alive is still out there that he did indeed like fail fail in his mission to kill him yeah and um and like you see that on his face and it's devastating um 
And yeah, no, it um the I will also say them bring back Hayden Christensen. Uh that man was robbed. <laughs> George Lucas is a phenomenal storyteller and uh, great oh. at world building, but by God, can he not direct? Mm. He did not know what he was doing because like watching the few scenes where Hayden Christensen shows up and is like acting in this, he is a really good actor too. Dope, yeah. Yeah, and like I feel like he redeemed himself in in this series. Right. Um so yeah, with with that in mind, the, the action's really great. Um I love the fact that part of the series is it's not just him being on tattooing, like you see him leave to go on this important mission. Right. Um they they focus more on his relationship dynamic with him and Leia instead of like him and Luke, mm-hmm. and I thought that was amazing. I thought oh, that was, okay, right. that's a twist that like uh, also okay. Um, Moses Ingram, yeah, the third sister Reva, she is also a phenomenal actress. Yeah, um, her character was pissing me off for reasons of okay, it's sort of like how do you know this information? Like it, it seemed like. She knew too much, but then as the series played on, yeah, she became great. And oh, okay. I love her as an actress. If you're literally like watching her and you just hate her to hate on her or yeah, hate yeah. her because of other reasons. Oh yeah, we we talked about yeah. this. Yeah, get, get out of here. Get yeah, out of here. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, she is fantastic. Okay. Um, the series as a whole. I thought was really well done, uh-huh. but it also had that same vibe to it as like the the solo movie and the Rogue ah, One movie, where okay. it's like yeah, where it's like, did I need this? Not necessarily. I like it; it's mm-hmm. pretty good. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's end of the day, it's like you only exist to like sort of answer like minute little plot holes that right, right. were there so, so so yeah go ahead no i was gonna say so this is basically fan service to the people that really want to yeah. know like hey did this actually happen we never got the answer to this question that's that wasn't in the films or in the original films that's so. the thing yeah i feel like the ironically this show is kind of what the book of boba fett should have been more of where it's like there was so much fan service for the co- character of Kenobi in this, which again, be, him being one of my favorite characters, I loved. But also, I'm watching. It's like I know this is fan service, though. Yeah, I know this is just like. Oh yeah. Th- this isn't really doing too much for me. It's just it's just fan service for fan service sake. Okay, so yeah. here's a question. Then, mm-hmm. so with all of that being said, are you? Is your faith in the upcoming Star Wars series? Uh, obviously, movies are. Right now, kind of no one knows except for the people who are in it, I guess. Um, are you excited for the future of Star Wars as a whole? With, like, moving forward, mm-hmm. not necessarily staying on the past as much. Because I know that's the biggest thing that a lot of fans, you know, they want to steer away from. It's like, okay, cool, we, we've done with these characters. Let's move on to new stories. Yes. Okay. Uh, in in certain areas, other areas, I'm a little more like trepidatious towards. But like, for example, the Taika Waititi Star Wars movie yeah. that he's working on. Yeah. He's planning on doing some weird stuff with that. I am fully on board with it. I'm really excited for. Um, I think there's like that show Acolyte, which is going to be like set in the the High Republic era. Mm-hmm. The the High Republic books too are like really great really awesome new star wars content that i fully recommend anyone like start getting into yeah because like those like 
like once you start them you get sucked in okay um yeah it's like there there is so much like new stuff new avenues in this like grand galaxy and it's like as much as i love these characters it's sort of like i also kind of want to move on and try yeah. this other new stuff see what too. else is out there yeah, yeah. yeah. okay All so right. so end of the day uh, it's a solid series it's n- not fully like perfect perfect especially mm-hmm. with like how rough like the first two episodes got me yeah but like it definitely wins you over um especially by the time you get to like near the end and yeah no i i give it like a solid like seven and a half out of ten all right the, there's a lot of fight scenes in this that i would give like a 10 out of 10 ah uh, dope yeah all but, right but yeah no it's a it's a really good series. Definitely check out. Definitely like binge it all now that it's out. If you were oh, waiting to do about so, yeah. that's what I'm doing. Do it. Yeah. And so uh, finally, real quick, because I haven't like kind of like you with Abbott Elementary, I haven't like watched all of it yet. Mm-hmm. But uh, I want to talk about a great little show I started watching called Kim's Convenience. Yeah. Uh, this is a show that's it's been on Netflix for a while. It's actually been suggested to us for a while. Um, it's basically this story about this uh, Korean family living in Toronto, Canada, mm-hmm. and uh, they're like just the father and the mother have been running this convenience store their whole lives. They have a son who's played by Simu Liu uh, Shang-Chi, yeah. uh, who they've kind of like fallen out of, and uh, he's now a employee at like a car rental service, and then they have a daughter who's currently in college and is learning how to do photography and all that and it's just like this this cute little sitcom that uh is just like the stories of this family like just running this convenience store and the the humor in this is on point Mm -hmm. because there's like certain moments where um they talk about like different like aspects of being korean yeah. and like how that doesn't like that's not stuff that like other people in like you no know, typical like american canadian mm-hmm. no uh, culture think of well, yeah. yeah yeah like there's there's this great joke in um in like the fourth episode where uh where he sees like an illegally parked toyota car and he tells his daughter quick call the police there's an illegally parked toyota out there and <laughs> she's like dad you can't just call it because it's a toyota he's like janet 1910 japan attack korea (laughs) yeah you forget that like oh yeah the japanese really screwed over a lot of these other asian countries but like all the other nationalities kind of hate them no yeah you're right i love i love seeing stories like that Mm -hmm. because you know all we know uh if you know you live in the united states for all your life all you know is you know the united states side of things yeah so we don't really get to see these different cultures and different uh, ethnicities in their countries. You know, the things that they've seen and, you know, their take on things. It's like their observation and their perspective. So I'm all yeah. about that because it's like, yeah, I, I want to know what what are y'all are conflicting mm-hmm. about and what's the, the thing that got y'all uh, prideful and all of these mm-hmm. types of things. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And another cool thing about this is that there's also, like, a flip side to it where, like, there's a lot of the the, the old school dad, he's, like, very much, like, set in his ways. Right. But, like, he's trying to understand this, like, whole new world around him. Mm-hmm. Like, the very first episode is about him, like, uh, having a gay discount on the store the uh, the week of Pride because some uh, queer people accuse him of being homophobic. He's like, 
if I'm homophobic, why do I have a gay discount? Fifteen percent off. Don't you see? I'm I'm helping yeah. you. I'm an ally. Yeah. And he, give me like, your money. And he starts having like serious conversations with his friends, where it's like, so what? So there's the queer people, but then there's also the transgender people, and then there's like there's this great conversation that he has with a drag queen in the store, where he's like, so what are you exactly? And the drag queen was like, well, I'm a drag queen, and it's like why do you dress like this? He's like, mm-hmm. it's just me. This feels like home. And he's like, oh, right, okay. Right, like you right. see like the little light bulbs. Yeah, yeah. It's like, this is great. It's wholesome content. It's absolutely hilarious. I'm only, I want to say like eight episodes into the first season. And mm-hmm. there's like, I think five or six seasons in total. Yeah. But yeah, definitely, definitely check it out. There I it is. love it. There we go. Kim's convenience show. Mm-hmm. I love it. Man. I, that's another series that, I watched and it was kind of like, oh man, this is really, really good. And that was before they even casted uh, Simulu. Uh, I was like, oh, okay. And when they cast him, like, oh, duh, like, like yeah. he was just the character and how he played it. I was, like, oh yeah, no, nah, he's definitely a star. I can see it. Um, but yeah, man, that's a great series, great show. Definitely recommend it. Just like you to our audience out there, if you uh, got Netflix still, if you hadn't been been turned off over the netflix news we shared earlier yeah. this episode check that out while you can if you you know <laughs> this episode of kim's convenience brought to you by toyota there we no. go no <laughs> nah man hey yo shout out to the toyota man i love toyota man toyota's a nice car guilty for association <laughs> <laughs> i mean what can i say man i'm you know yeah i'm just saying but uh but yeah but hey hopefully you guys enjoyed all of our reviews and hopefully you guys enjoyed the show in general man that about wraps up issue 17 77 and um and as always thank you guys for tuning in and listening with us we're inching closer and closer to episode 200 but before we do all of that rigel you want to let the people know where they can find you yes so you can find me mainly on instagram at my main personal slash cosplay page flash photography cause uh and you can also find me at Always Sunny in Watchmen, where I post the most scandalous and dastardly of Mm, memes. There we go. Dastardly. (laughs) That's not a word you use every day, but that's, uh, you know, dropping some good uh, verbiage right here. All right. Awesome. And as always, man, make sure you follow CEO at Cut It Out Comics and Cosplay. You can check out all their latest cutouts and uh, definitely support because, you know, that's my very talented co-host and they're very talented for a reason. Head over to Cut It Out Comics and Cosplay. Check out all that awesome cutout art and all the good stuff. Make sure you follow our producer extraordinaire, Reggie see at sonic embassies podcast you can check out all the series shows on his sonic embassies podcast which all sounds amazing and uh make sure you follow him on instagram and facebook i want to say uh and i'm sorry make sure you follow co at cut it out comics and cosplay on facebook instagram and twitter they got a twitter right they do indeed they do that's right everybody got a twitter except for me <laughs> i don't have a twitter either. oh you don't either i'm staying Boom. off of that that's mm-hmm. what i'm talking about right there no twitter gang right. <laughs> and uh of course make sure you follow the comic section i've been saying it all episode you already know if you don't know now you should follow the comic section on instagram facebook and twitter also head to the main page the comic section that's the main website again that's the comic section 
comicsectionnetwork.com where you can find the Comic Section Podcast and all of the affiliated Comic Section Network shows. And while you're there, make sure you head over to the Merch tab and check out all the latest merch in the Comic Section Merch store. Shout out to our merch people, Exotic Enclave, for hooking us up as they always do. And they also hook all of you all up with the promo code best fans ever so you can save 15% on all the items in the comic section merch store all right and last but certainly not least follow yours truly j rock the mic on facebook instagram no twitter all right and uh and other than that i think that wraps everything up and again thank you all so much for tuning in our subscriber count has been going up like crazy our downloads is going crazy it's just amazing the momentum of the podcast you all are letting everybody know and if you are new to the podcast welcome welcome to the nerd world because i will say here confidently that we are the voice of nerd culture all Mm. right i'm Mm. saying it that's what it is. I'm putting my feet in the sand. I'm that confident. We the best. All right? There Truly. it is. Yes. That's it. Best that no one ever was. That's right. All right? So uh, definitely continue to spread the word. Let everybody know. And uh, and also leave some uh, some five-star ratings for us. So regardless of the platform you're on, I know iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Shout out to everyone listening on Apple. Shout out to everyone on SoundCloud. Google uh audible we're on audible we're on stitcher <laughs> that's right we're everywhere we're on pandora shout out to all of our listeners listening on pandora of course spotify you already know and uh and soundcloud everywhere wherever you type in the comic section podcast that's where we are wherever you are so again countdown to episode 200 thank you roger for helping me out this week and uh other than that we'll catch you guys next week for a brand new issue of the comic section podcast Peace. You are now tuned in to the award-winning Comic Section Podcast Network.